But we had gone on a trip to visit my grandparents. And my papa was the preacher uh, at a church in Tennessee for, for many years. And so every time that we went to visit him, uh, I remember getting to listen to getting to listen to him preach. And uh, at this particular time, he didn't preach. Um, it was actually my uncle who had made the trip with us. And uh, so all of our family was was up in Tennessee, and uh, we were together on that Sunday morning for worship. And uh, my uncle was uh, given the privilege of being the the guest speaker there. My uncle was also a preacher for for many years uh, and still preaches today, not in the same location as he always has, but still a preacher. And... uh, I I remember very very specifically m- more than than anything else I can remember I, I remember hearing my uncle speak and I remember the lesson that that he brought to us and, and the idea that he brought to us uh during that particular Sunday the reason that I remember it so well is because during his his big sermon illustration, uh, it was entirely about me, and so because it was about me, I instantly that was when I was like, okay, I, I'm listening to this because I want to know how he's going to use this story about me and, and exactly what he's going to to teach people using that story. Now, I'm not going to actually get into what that story was about. But I want to make sure that you understand this idea. That particular story that I was told and what came to follow that uh, has always continued to to stick with me. Uh, That particular idea that he wanted to share from Scripture, that he wanted to share from the Word of God was something that that I heard loud and clear. It was something that I, even to this day, remember very specifically. Uh, and, and I want to make sure that, that you understand that that's uh, what I was able to, to get from that. Uh, and if you really do want to hear uh, what it was specifically about and what that illustration was, uh, I'll be happy to, to share that with you. There is a saying that we, maybe you haven't seen this before, maybe you've never heard this before, but I've heard this several times, and, and I, kind of like, uh, I kind of like this quote. I, I really like what this quote is saying. Uh, it says, we have two ears and one mouth so that we can listen twice as much as we speak. Maybe you've never heard that before. Maybe you could quote that without even looking at, at what uh, is up uh, on the PowerPoint. Uh, this was said to have been said by uh, Epictetus, who was a philosopher uh, from long ago. Um, and it's actually kind of been disputed a little bit as to who is actually the originator of that. But that's not what matters. Uh, what matters is this quote that we've been given. Uh, this quote that kind of is, has circulated um, and, and gives us a, a really 
really interesting idea um, that although it is supposed to be somewhat kind of humorous, it is very, very uh, true in being something that we can listen to. I believe that there is actually a particular scripture that goes very well along with this idea. Um, very similar to this idea of being uh, having two ears and one mouth. Um, we can find that scripture in James chapter 1, verse 19. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. I believe this can really be the biblical equivalent of that particular uh, that particular uh, quote that we just looked at. This idea of being quick to hear and slow to speak. And I think both uh, that quote that we looked at and also this passage, I think that they both have uh, very good meaning. I think there's a lot of, of truth to it. And I think there's a truth to it that we don't really always follow. Because today, uh, in our society, in our culture, uh, I think that we're really being taught to speak out. Uh, more than ever, I think all people uh, everywhere are being told, um, you know, we really need to uh, make our opinion known. We really need to be able to, to share uh, exactly what we're thinking and make sure that other people are aware of that. But on the, the flip side of that, we aren't really taught to, to listen as much. We're taught to, to learn to share our opinions, to make sure we say everything that we want to say, but we're not really taught that we need to be listening uh, to that. Uh, we're not really being taught to, to learn as much. We're, we're more uh, going in the direction of being a culture of, of talking. I think the best proof of this, to be honest, is to get on Facebook. Um, it is simply a place of a lot of talking and a lot of opinions. And that's why I deleted the Facebook app from my phone, because uh, it's it can get terrible. Um, all social media really can get terrible in, in being a place where people really just, they, they talk and they share their opinions and then really don't care to hear uh, or listen to what else is, is going on. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 9, uh, we see uh, this particular phrase uh, that, that Jesus says, and he actually says it several times. It's not just in Matthew chapter 13, uh, but this was after a, a parable that he had said, uh, and he says, He who has ears, let him hear. Uh, it can also be translated to say, uh, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Um, and again, this is several places all throughout the Bible. But this idea, uh, basically he's saying, you know, if, if your ears are for hearing, if you have ears and they are used to hear, then listen to what is being said. This morning I, I want to talk about what this idea of, of listening, of, of hearing, but an actual hearing where we uh, comprehend what's being said. I want to talk about this idea and what it should mean in our lives. Now I think that there are three different uh, benefits that we're going to look at 
that we can receive through hearing, uh, through a, a genuine idea of hearing uh, what is being said. The first one of these, through hearing we gain understanding. Through hearing we're able to gain a, a knowledge. Uh, in the Gospels, Many were, were eagerly waiting to hear the words of Jesus. We see in de- uh, several different instances, people w- went long distances and uh, made it a point to make sure that they were able to listen to the words of Jesus. And oftentimes, uh, Jesus would respond to these people by speaking in parables. Uh, and we also see that through the speaking of Jesus, uh, many people heard what was said, but they did not understand it. Um, they heard what was being told to them at face value, and then they just kind of left it at that. But in Matthew chapter 13, Jesus explains exactly why he does this. And this is the passage that, that Gary read for us this morning, uh, Matthew chapter 13. Uh, Beginning in verse 13, this is what it reads. This is why I speak to them in parables. Because seeing, they do not see. And hearing, they do not hear. Nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of, of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, You will indeed hear, but never understand. You will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull. And with their ears... They can barely hear. And with their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. You see, this passage is a hope that those who have hearts that have grown dull will try to understand. Many of these people allow these, these words to come to them and they, they hear them, but they don't really understand them and so they simply release them. And of course this takes place in this passage, but I think at the same time this takes place today. I think that this, uh, this mold may fit people more often than we might realize. How many conversations do you feel like you are in and, and, you, and you realize halfway through that you're not even really listening to the other side of the conversation? You're really just kind of thinking about what you want to say next. Uh, how often are we maybe in a, a classroom setting, but we find ourselves completely distracted? We find ourselves uh, trying to get other things done that, that we want to do instead of listening to the information or the discussion that's being presented before us. Even right now, or uh, maybe in the past few Sundays, how many times have, have we been, been sitting here and, and hearing what's being said, but not really listening? You see, I think that many people are hearing, but not listening. All throughout this world, there's a lot of people that Though they are hearing things, they're more concerned about what's going on in their own mind, in their own lives, and they're not really listening 
to what's going on around them. They're not really gaining this knowledge that they need. They're not able to grow in their understanding because they're hearing, but they're not listening. Are we like that? Are we hearing, but not listening? Are we like these people in in Matthew chapter 13 whose hearts have grown dull? Through hearing, we gain understanding. Now, the second uh, one that I want to look at is that through hearing, we gain humility. And when I say humility, I mean this idea of being able to to lower ourselves and and in exchange for that, being able to to raise other people up uh, in order to, to gain a value for other people. A couple years ago, um, I made this startling discovery about myself, and I was, I was so upset about this. Um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was having a conversation with him, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and so uh, we were kind of catching up on, on how life was going. But it wasn't really that we were both catching up on each other's lives. It was really that I was catching up on his life, and he just continued to tell me more about his life. And I didn't get to say anything. And, and by the end of the conversation, I was like, you know, I didn't really want to, and I feel bad about this, but I didn't want to continue that conversation because uh, there was no rapport. There was no give and take. It was simply him telling me everything about his life, and, and I wasn't able to tell him anything. And then I realized... Oh no, that's what I do all the time. I realized that there were so many other conversations that I had and I kind of went back through my memories and I thought, there are so many times when someone comes up to me and talks to me and I say, here's everything about my life. Okay, see you later. And then I leave. And and I hate that. Like I hate that that's the way that I would do something. I hate that that's the conversation that I would have where I wasn't invested in the other person. I just wanted them to be invested in me. And I will say that I've tried to kind of fix that. I've tried to be more of a person that, that listens in a conversation and not just one that controls that and allows them to just know, hey, here's everything that I'm doing. But one thing that I have realized is that the best way to connect to someone. The best way to connect to anyone is to listen. And not just to listen to them, but to show them that they have value to you. To show them that you find them, you find what they're saying, you find their life important. You find it valuable. You find it something that that you want to be a part of. And that's one of the best ways to be able to make that connection. Uh, in Philippians chapter 2, <clears throat> beginning of verse 3, it says, Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. This idea to, to let Uh, allow us to not only look at our own interests, but look at the interests of others. We also see, uh, I really like this passage in uh, this verse in Proverbs chapter 18. Verse 2 says, A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, 
but only in expressing his opinion. And of course, we can kind of see the flip side of this, of, of what we, uh, basically where we're headed if we don't uh, allow ourselves to, to grow in humility and instead uh, only express our own opinions and our own thoughts. You see, we are surrounded by people, and it's not just inside the church, but also outside of the church. Wherever we go, for the most part, there are going to be people all around us. And each and every person that we encounter has a story. It may be a, a very happy, uh, very fortunate story. It may be a very tragic story. But every single person has a story. And almost always, without fail, that person wants their story to be shared. That person wants to be heard. And in order to create real relationships, meaningful relationships, we have to listen in humility. And we have to give value to other people. I believe that in this society that we are uh, around a lot of people that are hearing, but they are not caring. A lot of people that act like they're listening to what you have to say, but really they're still more focused on themselves. But we have to be different. We have to, to break from this mold. We have to be the ones who truly listen to other people and listen with humility and allow other people to gain value as we listen to what they have to say, as we listen to their story, to their life, to what it is that they're really looking for. The third thing that uh, I want to look at is that through hearing, we gain the ability to speak. You see, once we have this necessary understanding, uh, if we go back through those first two ideas, uh, if we go through and, and we listen and we gain this, uh, this understanding that we need, and then after that, if we gain this humility and we see the value in others, it's at that point in time that we are ready to speak, that we are ready to share. Colossians chapter 4 in verse 6, it says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Also in Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verse 29, it says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. You see, if you have gained understanding and you have gained knowledge and you've created relationships where you listen and you care for other people, then what you say will be much more significant. And I want you to think about this whole idea uh, in a very spiritual context. If we have gained an understanding in the Word of God, 
And we're able to have great knowledge about what the Bible is telling us, what our God is telling us. And not only that, but we've been able to create great relationships where we listen and care for other people inside of the church and outside of the church. The things that we're going to say, the times that we're actually going to speak and say something about our God, they're going to be much more significant. But at the same time, we cannot be silent. We don't have the opportunity to simply look at these first two and say, yes, absolutely, through hearing we can gain understanding and we can gain humility and we can, uh, you know, we can culminate and we can grow in these relationships that we have and then we stop. We cannot be silent. 1 Peter chapter 3, beginning in verse 15, says, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. You see, in this passage, at the end of it, we see this kind of idea where it says, you know, but if you are to, to do this, if you are to, to share anything, make sure that you do it with gentleness and respect. If we are able to gain this understanding and this value for other people, then we're, we're everywhere, we are exactly where we need to be in order to share. In order to be prepared to, to make any defense in order to be able to share anything that we need to to others. See, we are to share this knowledge that we have gained. We are to share this humility that we have attained, teaching others of the hope of Christ that is within us. But often we are silent. Uh, maybe we listen and we gain understanding and we are humble and we gain humility and we care for others. But then we don't use these attributes to speak. You see, many people are hearing but not speaking. And yes, there there is a lot of speaking. Like I was talking about earlier, um, there is a ton of speaking on political stances and views on Facebook. Uh, there is a whole lot of talking uh, probably about upcoming trips that we're going to go on or uh, big news that's taking place in our family. Uh, there's a lot of discussion, of course, in our lives about how busy or how stressed or how tired uh, or how stretched thin we feel like we are. But we're failing to speak of our God. We're failing to share the gospel with those who so desperately need it. Right now, I am currently addicted to uh, podcasts. Um, if you don't know what podcasts are, it's basically like a TV show if there's no video whatsoever. 
Um, that's the best way for me to describe it. It's basically um, like listening to a show and it's only audio. Uh, but it, it allows me, if I have this instead of you know watching TV, watching TV shows, then I'm able to, to do this and to listen to this during a lot of other times that I normally wouldn't be able to, to listen to or watch something. Um, if I'm doing laundry or uh, doing the dishes or if I'm cleaning or cooking or showering or getting ready or driving, whatever I'm doing, there's a really good chance that I'm listening to a podcast. And if you haven't been introduced to the podcast world, I'm, I'm not trying to sell you on podcasts or anything like that, <clears throat> but there's a lot of different topics that, that are discussed, uh, and there's a lot of different podcasts that I listen to. Um, some of them are about faith, uh, some about culture, there's a few that are about true crime that I listen to, um, or about the internet, or about science, or about music. Um, there's one that I listen to that's specifically about Disney World. Um, there's another one that I listen to that's specifically about the TV show Survivor. Uh, all kinds of stuff that I really like to listen to. Now, here's the thing. If I spent all that time finding all of these things that I wanted to listen to, and I made it a point to play it, whether it's on my phone or on my headphones or on a speaker or in my car, if I spent all that time finding these and playing them, but I didn't actually listen to them, it'd be a huge waste of time. What would be the point of me playing all of these things during all this time and yet never listening to uh, the, the knowledge or the information or the opinions that were brought before me? You see, our lives can't be changed by the things we hear if we don't actually listen to them. If we live our entire lives without actually listening to the things that are presented, there will be no significant change in our life. There will be no growth. Uh, there will be no, no alteration, no being able to, to build ourselves up in any way if we don't actually listen to the things right in front of us. Because through hearing... That's how we gain understanding and knowledge. Through hearing, that's how we gain humility and a value for other people. And through hearing is how we gain the ability to speak. And to speak well. And to speak correctly. And to say really important things. In Romans chapter 10, verse 14... Says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? If you think about these, uh, uh, oftentimes we talk about these the steps to salvation, the, the steps of salvation. And if you think about those, the very first one is to hear. Hearing is the beginning to salvation. And of course, if we continue to, to think through this idea, uh, we know that many things come to follow that, but it all begins with us 
hearing. It all begins with someone hearing. And not just hearing and allowing these words to just bounce off of them and, and go elsewhere, but really gaining an understanding from what they have heard. So I want to kind of conclude this morning by asking you, are you really listening? Are you really listening to to what's going on around you? Are you really paying attention in a way that will allow you to gain this understanding and knowledge that you need? Uh, Both in your life now, just in everything that you do, but also spiritually specifically in in the things that you learn about the Word of God? Are you hearing in a way that allows you to to humble other people and to to humble yourselves and, and gain value for other people? Are you listening so that you will be prepared to speak when you really need to? Maybe you are here this morning and and you feel like you're hearing, but you've never really been listening the way that you need to. And that you need to make sure that from here on out, you are listening. And that you are preparing yourself, and that you're gaining understanding and humility, and that you're preparing yourself to go out and speak to other people. Maybe you're here this morning and you have not yet made the commitment to to put on Christ, to be a part of His church, to be baptized and to be one who really listens to everything that He has to tell us for our life ahead. Regardless of what it might be, uh, we invite you to come forward now as we stand and as we